Section six of the Rise and Fall of Free Speech in America by D. W. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Federal License of Moving Pictures A House Bill Discussed by Martin Littleton the strongest and most eloquent argument yet made against federal censorship was delivered before the house committee on january nineteenth by ex-representative martin w littleton of new york mr littleton's speech was in part congress must not impose the burden of finding out what the will of the people is upon an appointive irresponsible commission it must not abandon to such a commission its duty of ascertaining and declaring the will of the people if it be the will of the people and i have no doubt it is that immoral pictures or films shall not be exhibited and if we have come to a point as a nation where we are willing to enter upon a law-made censorship of what we shall see read and hear and if the police power of the states is so prostituted that states will not protect the morals of the people and if it is now the duty of congress to turn the will of the people into law all of which is challenged then congress must not set up an oracular oligarchy of five bureaucrats as the medium for the expression of the will of the people what is an immoral picture or film who can answer that question must that question be answered for one hundred million people by five men whom they do not choose must that question which reaches from the nether sewers of flagrant immorality into the very stars of an ethical firmament be answered for every man woman and child in the nation by a group of quixotic and querulous old gentlemen solemnly settling the morals of a nation by presidential appointment what is immorality in a picture or film shall the educated amusement-loving men and women of america call on congress to answer the question and then shall congress in turn leave it to a body of five men to answer it what is an immoral film or picture which shall be withheld from the view of the public if congress is speaking for the people will it write into the law an answer to this question or will it remit to us an appointive board for the answer do the people demand that congress shall enact laws prohibiting immoral films or pictures if so will congress obey that demand and write a law setting forth what the people wish prohibited as immoral or will it answer the demand by telling the people that it has turned over that great question to five appointive and underpaid men if all this is answered by saying that congress cannot define what is or what is not an immoral picture and cannot write a law which will fix a standard 
then how can we say that five nominees of the president will be blessed with the wisdom or endowed with the genius to strike the line of cleavage between a moral and an immoral film or picture must we be censored by law-made boards as to what we shall see hear and read or shall we leave this to the corrective force of public opinion which is the very fire and flame of a democracy we are a democracy shot through and through with the force and fervor of public opinion our great press without whose tireless production of the facts and courageous advocacy of public question popular government must relapse into the darkness of provincialism and prejudice has without a single challenge from the nation the state or the city since the foundation of the government stimulated and preserved a consistent public opinion it narrates from day to day all the happenings in human society it publishes the pictures which tell the story of every feature and phase of human life social economic moral and religious it comments with the utmost freedom on every aspect of human activity it catalogues the accidents crimes disasters shortcomings failures and heartaches of the human race it analyzes mercilessly the public questions social controversies religious disputes and all the purposes and motive and passions of mankind it debates and freely criticizes everything which flows out of the life of men and measure it is the eye the ear and the tongue of the nation seeing hearing and talking of everything under the sun our books tracks magazines our acted plays our stage our drama our public speeches and debates everything which the eye can see or the ear can hear of picture or controversy behind the footlights or in the forum every instrument employed for painting printing promulgating or proclaiming an idea or a thought or a feeling or a passion has been left to the corrective force to the rare restraint to the sound wisdom to the exalted self-respect of that great board of numerous censors unappointed and unpaid the american people if for any reason which can be discovered there should be law-made censorship of what we shall see and read and hear why does congress assume to act upon this question the various states enjoy almost exclusively the power and have enjoined upon them the duty of protecting the lives the liberty and the property of their people and especially of conserving the morals and health of the people there will be found in the statutes of almost every state if not all a provision which empowers the authorities to proceed against a play a picture or a publication which threatens to debauch the honor or corrupt the morals of the community 
in the very bosom of these domestic sovereignties known as the states resides the power and the solicitude which may be confidently relied upon to shield their people from evils which threaten their health or their morals this is so for many reasons but for none more striking or convincing than that the state hover closer over the family hearthstone and reach nearer to the family altar the education of the children the training and discipline of the youth the protection of the man and the woman the guarantee of freedom in the pursuit of happiness the manifold securities in the various fields of industry the laws of enlightenment and humanitarianism which have found their way into the mine and the mill and the factory these and numberless others have come and in the future must come from the guardian hand of the state which is always extended unrestrainedly over the welfare of its people End of section 6